Happy Monday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. Hope you had a great weekend, especially the dads out there. Hope you didn't have to cut the grass or do anything that was not awesome because you're awesome. And hope you had a great Father's Day weekend. And to everybody else, I just hope you had fun with your friends and family. And thanks for hopping back on with us here on the show. We are connecting with Peg out in Massachusetts today to talk about her fun trip with her sisters. It's an adult's sister's trip to Walt Disney World last December. They stayed at the Polynesian the first week of December, had some amazing dining. They did things like visiting Sangria University over at Three Bridges at Coronado Springs. They did the after-hours Christmas party at the Magic Kingdom, extended evening hours at Epcot. They dined at Space 220, Steakhouse 71, Topolino's Terrace. You get the picture? It's a fun show. We talk about a lot of good stuff, so stand by for that. Don't forget, our shows are always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. The agents over at the Magic for Less are standing by right now to help you plan an amazing Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip. Check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click really does help support the show. Please bookmark it and use it often. BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And finally, a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You guys support the show and make this all happen. Our patrons get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every week. If you'd like to join us and get in on that, we'd love to have you. Come on over, patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2106 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Monday to you. Hope you had a great weekend and got to spend some time with friends and family. And of course, one last time for this year, happy Father's Day to all the dads. Hopefully you got to kick back and not have to mow the grass, uh, you know, all that stuff this weekend. We got some hammock time, some sofa time, little Texas roadhouse maybe with some of those uh, rolls and, and the sweet butter, whatever you like. Maybe if you're up Massachusetts way, which Peg, we're going to talk to in just a second. Maybe you got some lobster, a good lobster <laughs> roll, whatever you like. I hope you got to have some fun. And uh, most of all, I hope everybody's yeah, hopefully ready to spend some time with friends and family. So today... It's a trip report. We're kicking off another week. Let's make it awesome. And the best way to do that is to head to our favorite place. And like I said, we're talking with a great friend of the show from up Massachusetts way. Peg's joining us today to talk about a great trip. Peg, thanks for coming on the show today. Hi, Mike. Thanks for having me. Glad to have you. And so how are things in Massachusetts here as we uh, get ready to kick off the official start to summer here shortly? Things are good. Things are good. Okay, I want to ask. Finally, coming. Yeah, okay, so I got to ask you something because I want to add something besides my typical questions. I was thinking about this in the shower the other day, and uh, tell me something that's unique about where you grow up in the world, like where your corner of the world is. Is there something that your like your town or your little area is known for that we might not know? Yes. Yeah, so the area that the town I live in is one of the most Irish towns in the United States. Ooh, very nice. <laughs> I'm sure for uh, St. Patrick's Day is a hit up that way. <laughs> we have a parade. <laughs> Do 
Very nice. Very, see, I want to know that. I, you know, I have everybody talks about. Uh, I don't know if you saw the news last week that Adventures by Disney announced this amazing trip. It's tw- it's only for seventy five people. It's only going once. It's one hundred and ten thousand dollars. You go to all of the Disney parks all around the world. You go to the Taj Mahal. You go to the uh, uh, Eiffel Tower, and you go to the uh, Pyramids of Giza, as well as Skywalker Ranch. So you go to all these places on a customized 757, but you know what? I mean, seeing the world is amazing, but there's so many great places around the United States that I think it would be so great to discover. So I'm going to try to ask all of our guests, you know, what's your town known for? Because everybody's got something and it, it's cool to know. I like that, you know, so we're going to do that. All right. So, so That was a curveball question. No, no, I, that's right. For the other one. That's right. I, Boston Red Sox. And hey, my Cardinals are playing your Sox this week. So look out. We're coming for you. We're coming to Fenway. We're hoping to hit a few over the monster. All right, so here we go. Let's talk about your your backstory with Disney, though. Give us that. Like, how, why are you a Disney fan? How did it all start? So, in way back in 1977, August, my parents decided it would be a good idea to take us all to Disney. So they booked a small trailer to the back of the car and stuck all ten of us in the car, and we drove down. Wait, wait, you said you said all 10 of you in a car and you drove from yep. Massachusetts to Florida all the way down the East yep. Coast. Yep. And and they did yep. not, is this the inspiration for National Lampoon's vacation? Or <laughs> I mean this this has to be some kind of a documentary, a miniseries, <laughs> something. <I> mean, <laughs> yeah, it felt like it. <laughs> so oh my gosh. Have, so, That's crazy. So we drove down there and we stayed at Fort Wilderness and uh we had a great time. We didn't go back for an, a couple of years, and we went a few times when our kids were little, my sisters and I, and then we just decided that as the kids grew up, parent, the mothers started going every year. So we do a sister's um, grown-up trip every year now. See, that's a great idea. I've never, I've never done anything like that other than like race weekends with friends, you know, I'll go down my, my, uh, you know, wife and kids don't always go to those trips. I kind of just go down solo and meet up with people, but that's very cool because that kind of lets you relive those times when you were kids, you know, now that you're an adult and it gives you a little time away. And I, I would imagine it's something you probably plan for throughout the year, like at uh, social events, you know, family events, right? Yeah. Yeah. And this trip was actually two years in the planning because Stop me if you've heard this before. We were supposed to go in 2020, <laughs> that's but... The, that's the theme of every podcast for the last uh, two years, yeah. Totally. Yeah, I get it. Okay, so so okay, this is a revenge trip is what it is, and that's what, that's what we all are doing at this point. So, okay, so we, we're going to talk about this trip that you took, again, with your sisters, and it took place in December, so I know it's yep. 150 degrees probably as you're listening to the show. So it's a little respite, right? We're going to talk a little holidays yeah. and, you know, this, it takes yeah. a while to get everybody organized and get people on the show. So, and I'm just telling you real quick, if you're going to go to the holidays, 2022 to Walt Disney world yesterday, was the time to make your plans. So if you want to go, <laughs> let me know quick so we can get you taken care of, cause we can still take care of you. But I mean, time is ticking. If you want to see the Christmas tree wilderness lodge this year. So just, just saying, this is get you ready. This is a little kicking, <laughs> kicking the, kicking the rear for you today to get you going. All right, Peg. So tell us about how this trip came together. How'd you guys decide like when and where and okay. You know, and tell us about the original trip and then how you rescheduled it all. So we were supposed to go the same week in 2020 and of course, we ended up not being able to go, so we just moved it out exactly one year. So we just used the same dates. And uh, this was, believe it or not, in all the times we went, this was the first time we had ever gone at Christmas time. We always go in the summer. 
Wow. Um, so it was, uh, we, we decided we wanted to see all the Christmas festivities. So we did that and uh, we had a great time. We, we didn't do a lot of rides. We spent a lot of time going to restaurants and going to all the hotels and looking at all the decorations and spending time at the, at Epcot, at the, the festival. And so. That sounds perfect to me. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing, <laughs> nothing wrong with that. So, now, are you guys all in the same area as far as like when you plan, were you, were you planning together when you travel down? Do you guys all travel together? Or do you come from different parts in the country? How's that so, work for you guys? We are all within an hour of each other. So, um, like you used to be three of us don't like to fly. So yeah. three of us drove down and the fourth one flew down and met us. Wow. Okay. So, so how, how is the drive down? Cause you know, I've, I've been flying for the last few years and I'm spoiled. I love flying now because my back can't take it anymore. <laughs> I just, I couldn't do it anymore, but is it okay? I mean, it, yeah, yeah, it's fine. We stop and we go till we need it to get gas and then we get food and get gas and switch drivers and off we go. We usually just, you know, stay one night somewhere so nice that's cool. it's good good to hear that the, the, the good old american road trip is still happening it makes me feel good i kind of miss it but then i know as soon as i got to like kentucky i'm like i don't i don't miss this <laughs> i can tell my wife like, we should drive one more time just to, no she's like yeah no, you, you'd hate it again so all right so you went down to christmas time now you guys, and I've done this too. You got there for your arrival day and you stayed off site the first night because I guess it was kind of like you got there later in the day and you didn't want to pay, you know, because you're staying at a deluxe the rest of the time. We'll talk about that in a second. But you yeah. stayed at uh, the Marriott there. So that worked yeah. out well. And yeah, it, it's um, it's um, kind of a hidden gem. And I was thinking about this based on your, your listener's call where somebody was saying, where do I stay the night before a... Uh, uh, a cruise, and I was thinking about that as being the perfect place. It's almost right across the street from Disney Springs. Um, so we went there and we went over to Disney Springs, did some shopping, had something, uh, went to the boathouse. And uh, so I was thinking that that would be a, a good option for someone who's going on a cruise. That's it's not on on property, so you don't get the, the full Disney experience, but yeah, you know what? I will stay there. I'll tell you because my daughter's still in competitive cheer, and we've we've hit almost every Disney Springs hotel at this point. We've hit the B, <laughs> we've hit the, hit the Hilton, and we've hit the Holiday Inn. All Disney Springs hotels. So this one, there's only a few left, and so <laughs> <laughs> chances are I'll be there in May. So I'm just saying it's a good oh. shot. So anyway, for, for just for planning purposes, if anybody's uh, trying to kind of follow along and use this for a planning guide, you were there December first to the eighth. Uh, yep. This is a yeah. great, let me just say from my background, I've been down the same week many, many times, and this is a great week to go. What it is, it's kind of right after the Thanksgiving rush, but it, it, it kind of hits before the crowds start to build for Christmas. Now I say that, and of course people can start to see this. Now this used to be a week a long time back, and I don't know how long you've been doing this whole podcast and Disney community thing, but there used to be a thing called Mouse Fest. And this was the Mouse Fest week, was the first week of mm. December. And it's when all these Disney communities would go to Walt Disney World and host up meets. So we, we did one back in 2008. Um, and we met with our listeners and all the other podcasts would meet up with their listeners and bloggers. And it was a really, really neat time because it was, it was a low crowd week and you could have good weather usually. And, you know, you got all the Christmas events. 
and there were decent rates on the hotels and it just worked out perfectly. So <laughs> did you did you find that overall to be the case when you were down there that that it worked out for, you know, good weather, good crowds, that kind of stuff? The weather was great. It uh, didn't it was in the mid 70s and it got down into the 60s at night, never rained once. So that's quite a change from what you expect in August. Um, it was pretty crowded and I, I it's probably not the week. It's probably that people are just trying to do in there revenge travel right yeah it's yeah everything's kind of askew right now because everybody's just trying to get it in when they can and like you said we missed the whole season so yeah um, but it, it was doable and i guess you know what we kind of did was we kind of said hey you know what it's really crowded we don't want to wait an hour and a half for this ride so we went and we had some you know checked out some booths so we rode things that were had sm shorter lines like the people mover and that kind of thing so you make those adjustments and you still can have a great time. Yeah, that's that's my kind of tour. You know, it's, if, you've, if you've been lucky enough to get to go, you know, a few times that you just don't have to wait in a, you know, two hour line. Just, I'll just do something else. You know, I'll go over yeah. to the People Mover. I'll go see Carousel Progress. I'll go yeah. check out the Tiki Room or, you know, Pirates. You know, 30 minutes. I can do that because I'm with my sisters. I'll hang out. We'll talk in the queue. <laughs> Stuff like that. So, okay, I want to make sure we get all this in. First of all, we got to talk about the Polynesian. You stayed at the Poly. Oh, I want to stay yeah. here so badly. And uh, I could imagine at Christmas time because not only because the Poly has the Christmas decorations, but of course they got that South, uh, you know, South Pacific, you know, kind of flair to them. But also you're on the monorail. So you're just a monorail stop away from the Grand Floridian, which I think is the best yeah. uh, resort for Christmas. You could get over yeah. the Wilderness Lodge rather easily. Contemporary. I mean, it, it's, it's all, it had to have been awesome, right? Yeah, it was. Um, it was great. And the new rooms are awesome. The The redesign is so they're terrific. Um, we were a little far away from where we thought we wanted to be, but we were right on the end and we could step right out on the, you know, the deck where the steps are and see the fireworks and everything. So um, we did that. Uh, the, the, the tree there is amazing. And, you know, the people there, it's just the smell of that lobby is just. Yes. <laughs> Oh man. And so now did you guys, cause we're going to talk some dining here in just a bit, but did you guys take advantage of the dining on site at the poly because they have just great restaurants. I mean, especially we, captain cooks we, is underrated, uh, counter service. We ate a lot at captain cooks. It was, it was great. We let, we, I had some of the, you know, the best breakfast food of the whole trip there. And we ate at steakhouse 71 for breakfast. And I liked the captain cooks breakfast better. Yeah. Um, but, yes. <laughs> but, um, we were at, we we got a last minute ohana which was nice so i guess anyone who's looking for ohana just keep checking we got a day off so i couldn't remember <laughs> if it was back open when you were there so it, it couldn't have been open too long yeah. before you guys got there though because it, it was one of the holdouts there for quite a while yeah i don't remember when it opened but um it was open when we went, so. It's so weird thinking about those kind of things, right? Right now, I mean, it's like, oh, yeah, everything's been open. No, no, you know, <laughs> it's like the barbershop yep. still isn't open right now as we're recording, you know, and, you know, Bibbidi right. Bobbidi Boutique yep. and hopefully, you know, minivans just came back. I mean, we got a lot of stuff that uh, we're getting there. We're really, really close, but we're still not even back. And it's it's been a while. So that's kind of fun to think about. OK, so let's so you stayed at the Poly. Now, you said you kind of just hopped around. Did you guys focus mainly, it looks like, on the Magic Kingdom in Epcot, though, it seems? or I know you spent some time in the studios, because I see that you were you gave me yeah. some feedback on Genie Plus usage at the studios. But was yeah. it a, mostly, or how was your park touring in general? Yeah, so we did a, we did, um, a couple days at the Magic Kingdom, a couple days at Epcot. We did 
two days at the studio because the first day, um, obviously, um, I told you that our uh, that rise had went down while we were on it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so we had to go back a second day. But we focused mainly on Epcot uh, and uh, Magic Kingdom. We did spend one day at Animal Kingdom, and we spent most of that day kind of going through the the trails and that kind of thing, which we had never done before. So that was awesome um, to do that. And we kind of tried some of the booths. We had like the buffalo chicken nachos. And then, of course, you had to go to Satuli Canteen. Yeah. Both sound really good right now. That sounds, <laughs> you just perked up my ears right there with both of those. So now when you're with your sisters, like who takes the lead or do you guys kind of take turns or you know, are some of them more gung ho or do you lead the crew or how does this work with your dynamic with your traveling party? Um, we kind of all, it, we kind of all decide, I don't know that there's really anyone that really is, I'm the leader, but, um, I'm a project manager, but for my job. So I try not to do that when I'm on vacation. <laughs> right. I just, I'm a travel agent and I'm the worst person on vacation for my family. My family's like, where are we going? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I, can do, I do this it, yeah. all day, every day for everybody, 365 days a year. I, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. so, so you know what I'm talking about. So, um, so we all just kind of um, decide what to go. For example, one of my, you know, I wanted to ride Ratatouille and some of my sisters didn't want to. So we split up and they just went off and did what they want. And I got in the virtual queue and I went and did Ratatouille. So um, we don't always all have the same taste in things. So we can, we split up and do what we want to do, but we, we spent a lot of time together. So That is a great tip though, for folks that haven't <laughs> traveled with family or with a larger group, even if it's just some friends is that if you, if you think you have to be together 24 seven, hundred percent of the time, that is not the formula for a successful trip. It isn't, <laughs> even though, you know, you think, Oh, I'm, I'm so excited that we're traveling together. It is exciting. You want to be able to travel with friends. It's so cool to be on a cruise or be at Walt Disney world, you know, to anywhere with, with a group from home. It, it's exciting. However, always give yourself permission to break up for part of the day and do yeah. what, you know, this group wants to do that because they're into this. This group would rather relax and sit on a bench and have yeah. an ice cream because when you do that, yeah. it gives you a little time away. But like you said, you got to do something that was important to you and hopefully they got a little break to maybe do something you don't have to, maybe you didn't have to go in that seventh yeah. shop, you know, and stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm glad you threw that in. Cause that's a great um, tip that I think a lot of folks that have never traveled with family might not think of. Um, Good tip. Okay, so let's talk to you about, I got to ask you, so you guys did the, uh, since you were guests at the Polynesian, a deluxe resort, you got to do the evening extended hours that are exclusive for the uh, the deluxe resort guests, which are yeah. everybody raves about. Now, I hope it worked out well for you. What did you think about that? You did them at, uh, where'd you do them, uh, Magic Kingdom? No, we did it at Epcot. Epcot, okay. Um, if I were to do it again, I would definitely do it at the Magic Kingdom. Um, we did it at Epcot, and the, it was actually pretty um low low crowds uh as everyone says um but frozen was down so there wasn't an awful lot to do so you know within an hour we had done everything we wanted to do i think i think it would work better at the magic kingdom where there's more yeah, more, more rides yeah. yeah more to do i mean i'm sure it feels like super exclusive but yeah. You know, is I think, nobody yeah. there. <laughs> and, and I've thought about this because it would be fun at Epcot, but just the, the footprint of Epcot is so large that yeah. you would spend a lot of time just physically walking from one thing 
to the next. I mean, even if you went from like Soren to Test Track to, yeah. you know, Frozen yeah. or something like that, you would be spending a lot of time just uh, getting yeah. from one to the next to the next. Yeah. The one thing that was a bummer was that we wanted to, um, living with the land had all kinds of decorations, um, but it wasn't open in, af in after hours. And I think that would have been great to see it you know, in the, at night. I've, that's my favorite ride, and I've still never seen it with the Christmas decorations. Cause I'm always I'm always there for Marathon Weekend, and it's after, and they usually don't have them going. I'm like, I gotta see that someday. <laughs> so I'm with you. I still gotta see it. All right. So a couple of things I want to get, get your thoughts on. Um, some of your dining. You did some great dining. You mentioned the boathouse as a kickoff. That would have had to been fun though to kind of get there. You have you know your first yep. night there. You're staying out. You know that night at the Marriott. Just walk across. Was Boathouse yep. as, as good as I'm I'm guessing? I mean, everybody raves oh, about that. Oh, yeah. It's always great. Um, I tried something different. We had the sliders this time and highly recommend it. That's, that's my go-to <laughs> at the Boathouse, the filet sliders. Boom. That's yep. a, every time for me. I mean, it's one of the least expensive things on the menu, so that's why I get it. But they're always good. They're always good. I mean, that's not just why I get them. They're solid. I love those things. I'm just saying. I mean. Hey, you can't. And the thing is, I when I like something, I don't deviate. Like I've got it once, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> these are so good." And so I'll probably never ever get anything else. Try anything else? Yeah, I'm just that, that, yeah. That's Mike Rollman. That's his uh, how I am. Now <laughs> we tried to sit outside, but sorry. No, go ahead. No, so, tell us about. We please. thought about sitting outside, but um, I got to tell you, after seeing some poor girl fighting off. Uh, <laughs> seagulls trying to steal a french fries we decided to stay inside but wait, wait a second you're from massachusetts i thought like you know I, I picture like boston like you guys and gulls are like you know you're like allies you're like uh, you're like old friends you know you're out there on the the, the harbor you know it, it, you guys know how to like coexist like it'd be me from missouri like seagulls ah! <laughs> get away she was fighting them for those french fries <laughs> hey Sometimes that'd be me too. I'm just saying you gotta you gotta struggle for those fries. Sometimes, like if I'm hungry and Mallory's got a couple left on her plate across the table, I'm like a seagull. I'm like you better look out because I'm going for that fry. I'm a dad. That's what I do. Uh, yeah. So okay. So a couple of places you guys uh, dined. I want to ask you about. So Topolino's Terrace again, one of the most difficult to get ADRs. I hate to talk about it because some people are like Mike, shut up about that one because I can't get there anyway. So stop talking about it. Um, was it, you guys went via Skyliner. Was that your first time on the Skyliner too? And, and it, how did that all go? It was, it was. And I am deathly afraid of heights, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. I, it was great. So. Okay. Let me ask you about this though, about the Skyliner. Then we'll talk about the restaurant. Did it freak you out though? When the Skyliner comes into the station hot like that, when it comes in like yes. real fast, I did the first time. Cause I went the day it opened. I went down because I was so pumped about the Skyliner and I was like, on it the morning it opened. I was like one of the first people to ride it. And that first time that thing came flying into Pop Century, I was like, is this supposed to come in that fast? I thought for yeah, sure it, we were slamming it in front of us. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I was like, oh, we're coming in hot. But that's how it does every single time. So just, yeah. Just be, just if you've never ridden the Skyliner, just be ready. It, it comes in hot, but you're going to be okay. It's like landing on an aircraft carrier or something. So, uh, okay. Anyway, Topolino's Terrace, how was that? Uh, Amazing, amazing, amazing. Um, I had the best meal. I had lobster. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Now I'm proud of you. There you go. We got to have it somewhere. There you go. Good. So that was great. Um, and the, the waitress there was awesome. She um, told us, you know, didn't steer us wrong. 
Good, 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 good. Okay, so and it's cheaper than Space Two Twenty. That, that's what I was going to ask about next. Another restaurant that everybody's like, Mike, don't don't do it. But we're going to talk Space Two Twenty. Even though some people are getting in, you know, some people are still having a little bit of trouble with that. We had a funny question last uh, Wednesday about um, somebody's going to try to make their ADRs from space or Genie Plus or something with if their cell connection would work in space or if they need to come back down to Earth on the elevator. <laughs> I loved it. Those are the best questions we got, except for the babysitting the balloon question. We've been getting some solid questions lately on Wednesdays. So, no, how, how was uh, Space 220 for you guys? It was good. Um, I, I would definitely say it's worth a visit just to, just for that ride. Um, up to up to space. Um, I, I think if I were to go again, I would definitely go to the bar um, and have just maybe an appetizer and a drink, both of which were amazing. The entree, yeah, it was so-so. Um, it was good, but I would definitely go to have a drink and, a, and appetizers. But the only problem is that the bar when you sit at the bar, you have your back to the, to right. the windows. So. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. yeah. That's hundred percent true. Now it's so my take on space Two Twenty, And again, I'm a huge space fan as we're recording. I'm wearing a NASA t-shirt. <laughs> I mean, I, I, you know, I've drawn a check from NASA when I used to work at space camp down at Marshall space flight center. So I'm, I, I love NASA and I think it's a great, great experience. But even for me as a NASA nut, I, I don't know that I need to, you know, go here except maybe once every five to 10 years, unless I'm bringing some people that have never been. Do you, do you think yep. this is like one that you need to go back to or you can hold off on for a while? No, I, I agree with you. I don't think it has a lot of re- repeatability. Yeah. Um, so I, I agree with you. That's fine. Okay, so here's another thing, because Pam Forrester did this, and she raves about it to this day. I don't know your take on it, but it was Sangria University over at uh, Three Bridges at, at uh, Coronado. So first of all, how did you get this all scheduled? And then walk us through how it all went. Like, how does this all come together? So I, I saw it online somewhere, and I think it's changed since we went. I had You had to call, um, and it was kind of in flux when we went. Um, they had changed the time and where you checked in. So we were a little late and nobody had let us know. Um, so it was a little bit scattered at the, when, you know, with the scheduling system that we used. But I think now you can get it on um, My Disney Experience. I think you can book it just like anything else. And I thought it was great. They give you, you know, a sangria flight and they talk to you and they they don't teach you a lot about the sangria. It says sangria university, but it's really kind of Disney history. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we enjoyed it. And I think it was uh, the, 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 it was the best guacamole I've ever had that they serve you there. So, um, and then they give you some recipes and they let you mix your own sangria, pick your uh, ingredients and they make it for you and bring it over. So I thought it was a great time. That was, um, my Christmas gift to my sisters. Oh, very so, cool. So. I, I, I like that when you can give an experience to somebody, you know, something that you're, you're going to do together, you give an experience and that's something I'm sure you'll talk about for a long time. And I, that's one of those things too. I think, you know, if you're going with sisters, you're going with, you know, an adult's trip with some friends, yeah. this would be just a great thing to do, you know, because yeah. we've done these kind of things on, on cruises. We do private mixology classes and you know, mm-hmm. tastings and stuff. And I mean, they are a hoot when you're with, you know, friends. <laughs> There's yeah. so much. And fun. it is it is child friendly. So there were some children there and um, <laughs> they had, you know, non-alcoholic flights for the children. So it, it is 
family friendly. So that's good because our our tastings are we, we we let the kids go. That's why we do them on the cruises. The kids can go to the Oceaneers Club and the Oceaneers Lab because uh, mixology classes they get fun. <laughs> I'm just saying, like I I usually don't drink, but I will in those classes because I'm like, okay, I'm uh, I don't know what any of because the, they always ask, you know, what's the story for this drink? I don't know. I, I have no idea, but let's mix it up. Let's figure it out. Okay, so another thing now I want to ask you about this because we talked about the uh, extra hours in the evening for the deluxe guests over at the. Epcot, but you did the party, which now is yeah. back to Mickey's. Uh, well, we think Mickey's very merry Christmas party um, this year. But you did the after hours Christmas party, yeah. which Scott from the show he loves these extra these after hours events. He loves them. What were yeah. your thoughts on this compared to like a typical you know uh, Halloween uh, Christmas party? So a few years ago, we went to the Halloween party, and that was absolutely mobbed, and we enjoyed it but it was very, very crowded. This was not all that crowded. Um, and they had multiple fireworks shows. They had both the, the regular fireworks and the Christmas fireworks, and they had the parade. We rolled up about 10 minutes before the parade and sat right outside of, um, you know, the backside of, pa- not Pecos Bills, but on the, the backside near uh, um, Splash Mountain mm-hmm. and sat right on the wall. It was, it was, and there was nobody there. It was it was wonderful. It's pretty. Ex- they're expensive, mm-hmm. but we got to ride just about. You know, we rode Splash Mountain, maybe for the last time. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> oh, I know. But, um, but it was good, and uh, it was kind of interesting as they had. You know, some of the some of the um, vendors had the 50th anniversary popcorn and just had the you know the regular ones, but it wasn't consistent. We got popcorn somewhere and it was a, a vat that would have filled a, fed a family of four. <laughs> or the Rawlmans, because my daughter and my wife can eat some popcorn. They love popcorn. I'll eat a little, but I, I know that if I eat too much, I'm in trouble. So I got to be careful but, with that. But we spend a lot of time um, watching the fireworks and the parades. Um, and that, it doesn't sound like that's a lot, but that, takes up a lot of the evening it does, it does. It does. yeah it totally does now, you mentioned the 50th so while you were down there we were what you know six weeks eight weeks into the celebration um you know and you have this history from back in the 70s of walt disney world what what were your thoughts on the state of the 50th anniversary celebration during this trip um i i really enjoyed it we spent we went around and looked at, and tried to find some um, as many of the, the statues as we could um, I wish the magic band twos were out because I hear that those statues will talk to you now. So, yeah, I, um, I, I have a magic band too, because <laughs> I just happened to be Ricky sent me over to get pictures that one morning where they sold them by accident, but like for like 90 minutes oh, and yeah. the lady, I just asked the lady, I was like, how much? Are, Cause I just going to tell Ricky, she just, she was writing a blog article. So I just asked her, I said, how much are these? How much are these going to be? She's like, "Oh, you can buy one right now for twenty five dollars with your annual pass discount." I was like, "Okay, I'll buy one right now then, I guess." <laughs> so I have one, but I'm not going back to Walt Disney World until I don't know the fall. And so, because now this is the one year I'm going to Disneyland in the summer instead of Walt Disney World. So I got a Magic Band too that is just like it's sitting here, like just like do something, Mike. Go take me down to Walt Disney World. You know, it's like whatever. But yeah, yeah. I mean, you're right. They're going to be. I think they could be fun. I don't know. I, I I'm waiting <laughs> to see what they'll do. But the biggest the biggest thing we found about the um, the 50th anniversary was the merchandise. Everyone's looking for the Starbucks cups. (laughs) 
I'm so glad I'm not into collecting that kind of stuff because, like, Scott is into that stuff. And, like, I know people that are, and it drives you crazy. Like, I know. It's like you're on a mission. To, yeah. So you're you're one of those collectors that tries to get all the, like, those you were here kind of kind of cups? I didn't go get those, but my uh, two of my sisters were buying them. So <laughs> I've been that person for some things in the past. I've just kind of, I'm like uh, Elsa. I just let it go. I had to, I had to get over it. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I can't, I can't, I can't, I'm getting too old for that. I can't do it anymore. Okay. So a couple other things I wanted to ask you about. So I want to get your general thoughts on Genie Plus because you did use Genie Plus. You did use some individual lightning yeah. lanes. You were there, yeah. you know, first week of December. What were your overall thoughts on, on usage of this? Is, are you a fan or sometimes never always? What, what do you think? Yeah. To be honest, I don't think any one of any of us were really fans. Um, I would say for some, for something like um, Rise, definitely we paid for it because we wanted to get to get in. But so what we did was we rope dropped and we went right to the runaway rail, railway. Uh, and so we didn't have to buy both of them. Um, I guess a tip is if you want, if you buy in Genie Plus, and we didn't know this, um, we um, did not buy the Genie Plus in advance. So at seven o'clock when we tried to get in, we, we bought the Genie Plus and we were trying to get Slinky Dog. And what it did was it gave us the Genie Plus, but not the Slinky Dog. So um, you have to buy, make sure you buy the Genie Plus in advance. So at seven o'clock, you're ready to, to get your reservation because we didn't know that and we missed out. So. Yeah. And so that's a great tip because now, you know, they're not going to be added onto packages anymore. So everybody will have to, unless you've purchased them before uh, June 7th, you will have to buy this every day. But remember, you can buy this before seven o'clock. So you could buy it anytime after midnight. So from 12, and I'm not saying you have to buy it at midnight. You could buy it at 645. And then just don't try to buy it at seven. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Don't like start the process at seven, you know, buy genie plus at six 45 so that it, you got like a 15 minute buffer. And then at seven Oh one, you're seven o'clock in one second. You're, you're getting your first lightning lane. You're not, you know, messing around trying to make a purchase. Yeah. That's good. I'm glad it's good. Another good tip though, because some people might think, Oh, seven o'clock is go time, which, you know, that's what you think in your head. But you want to, you can already be on step two, step three, because that's where everybody yeah. is. You're going up because everything's a competition nowadays. And so you, yeah. you don't want to be in the, you know, that's like being in the back corral at a race. You don't want to be there. You know, <laughs> it's like, you just, it's not good. So, yeah. so you found though that the studios didn't work out well for you though. You said in your notes. No, no, I don't think there's enough there to make it worth worthwhile for the genie plus. Um, nor at Epcot. I think maybe animal kingdom. I think maybe. Um, I think if I were to do it again, I would only buy it for the Magic Kingdom, um, where there's a lot, a lot to do. And I think, you know, this, this new policy change where you got to buy it every day is, is going to force people to really think, okay, well, today I'm going to need it today. You know, because before that, if it's part of your package, you're going to have it every day. So you're going to use it every day. But I think now people are obviously going to say, well, today we're going to you know, Epcot, maybe we'll try to do, do without and see how it works. I, th- I think there's gonna be a whole lot more experimenting at this point. Yeah. Moving forward yeah. Cause we didn't think we, we didn't really think we needed it for most days, even though it was crowded for what we were trying to do. Of course we didn't, um, we didn't ride seven dwarfs and we didn't do a lot of the, a lot of the headliners cause we've done them other times, but um, right. most of those headliners that you'd want to ride, want to choose a really, you, aren't really genie plus you have to choose if you want to actually pay for them or not so 
I'm not doing that. I just, I just can't. I'm just, I'm too cheap. I can't. I, I won't. I, I don't know. We go to Disneyland and we'll see. But uh, I'm trying not to. I, I'm, yeah. I'm an early riser and I'm fine waiting in line. So we will see. But uh, you know, never say never is what I always say. So a couple things before we get out of here because I have some you know questions I really want to ask. So you usually go in the summer like I typically do with my family. You went for the first time, you know, beginning of December. So. What were your thoughts? Did you like it? What did you like certain things better? Did you uh, miss some things from the summer? What What were your thoughts on the two contrasting times of the year? So the only thing I would say that I missed would be food and wine, but it but with the festival of the the holidays, it's almost almost on par with food and wine. It's not as many choices, but still still more than you can ever do. Right? And probably um, not, you know, so scorching, scorchingly hot like August. <laughs> yeah, no, the score, the heat and the fact that there was no rain was great. Um, we loved going to see all the decorations. That was uh, awesome. Um, another thing we found out as we walked from the Poly to the Magic Kingdom one day was we said, oh, you know, the line at the, the Grand Floridian to buy gingerbread and, and cook candies and things was outrageously long the day before. So. It said they opened at nine, but we decided to pop in at eight thirty. And guess what? They were open, and nobody was there. So, yeah. there so was that your favorite of all the? If you're going to tell somebody that's going down this holiday season, like what is not Which to one? miss? Is it is it the Grand Floridian, or is there anything else? It, this too. This is the Grand Floridian, which that that gingerbread house is amazing. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they do that. It was amazing. Um, so that there's that, and and I would also say the the yacht club don't miss that that carousel and they have a nice train over there and i mean they have a gingerbread carousel that actually moves yeah. and, and goes around it's 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 working yeah i've, I've stayed there many times for uh, for marathon weekend and it's it's usually still up and i'm just like i just want to go over there and just take a bite out of it <laughs> it's, 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 it's you know it's yeah. real, it's real, it smells i mean it's real gingerbread you can smell it it's uh yeah it smells holiday-ish. And uh, I'm a sucker for trains. I love that little model train. And now did you guys get a chance to go over to Wilderness Lodge at all? Because I, I love that. I, that, that I was going to, I was just, that was my next point was that we did not get to the Wilderness oh. Lodge. And I hear that that is, <laughs> next time. that's a great one too. Yeah. So. Next I mean, time, yeah, next were, time we'll go there. Yeah, you're in the neighborhood, but it's not on the monorail. You got to you got to catch a launch there from the Contemporary over or a bus or something. But, you know, yeah. boat from the Magic Kingdom. But yeah, it's, uh, I mean, we it's, left yeah. and on, it's yeah, we room. left, and on the way home, we were saying, hey, we forgot to go to the Wilderness Lodge. <laughs> we got to go back next year. That's what we got to do. Okay, so, well, hey, we're getting ready to wrap, but any stories, like, you know, Sister's Trip, you guys had to have had such a good time you were down there. Any tips that we left out or any, uh, and, you know, want to share, like, one story from the road, any any stories from the trip, anything like that as we kind of close out today's show? So um, I'm trying to think about some some tips. Um, we talked about the Genie Plus. The other thing is, is that if you do the mobile ordering is great, but um, always check your order because there seems to be a disconnect between um, the ordering system and the delivery system. So if something isn't there, they just won't put it in your bag and they won't, and there's no way for them to do a refund. So hmm. you might get back to your room and notice that, oh, stuff's missing. So I've never noticed that. So I'm going to be definitely checking from now on. I've never had anything missing, but uh, yeah, I would be definitely checking from now on to know that. So we actually had a great time down in, um, we, what, one funny story is that one of my sisters 
surprised the rest of us. And uh, except for one sister knew she was coming. So she met us at, um, at uh, the studio and uh, we, she, we decided to go to baseline tap house and there she was sitting there yeah. and you got your bell ready. We had a charcuterie trip. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Turn it down. Somebody, somebody messed with my mixer. I think it was way too loud the first time. I apologize, everybody. I my uh, my nephew was over here the other day, and I think he hit the slider. So I apologize. I was hot the first time. So there you go. No, so computer, she actually surprised us, and uh, um, you know, so that was kind of an unexpected and fun. Well, how cool is that? We've actually oh. had uh, somebody surprise my sister-in-law. She was uh, traveling with this guy. This was years ago. Paige, who's 25 now. She was uh, she was probably 12 at the time. We took my sister-in-law with us down, and her best friend, who's a huge Disney fan and listens to the show, shout out Beth Frank over in Illinois. Um, she's a school teacher and just wrapped up another great year. But, uh, yeah, she surprised Donna at uh, LaCellier. We weren't going to LaCellier. We were just... <laughs> We had to like go back there by the uh, kid cot stop, you know, back under, you know, by the waterfall. And all of a sudden, Beth pops out from behind the waterfall. And, uh, you know, Donna lost it. It's her best friend. And, you know, they got to beat up and hang out for a while. It was really cool. That's that's great. Baseline, Baseline Tap House is a great place to kind of surprise somebody. Nice chill and gets, you know, yep. drink and some eats. Yep. And, yeah. The first time we'd ever been there. I know that. It's the waiting room for <laughs> used a favorite be. restaurant, yeah. but you know. <laughs> yeah, it used to be it used to be like the uh, the holding cell for uh, for your uh, your uh, light uh, virtual queue for Rise of Resistance is what that you know, is what I used to call it. Everybody, oh my time's almost up. I got to get another pretzel. Got to get a beer. You know, that's that's how I used to see it. Well, this has um, been a lot of fun. Great way to beat the heat. Talk about the holidays down at Walt Disney World. So uh, I appreciate you taking the time, Peg. What, you got any plans to go back anytime soon? Um, we don't right now, but hopefully we'll get to go back again. Um, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't book. We, a lot of times we've done the, um, the bounce backs and, uh, we didn't do that at Christmas time. I don't think there was they're, one this yeah, year. So. They're, they're still not doing them. So you didn't yeah. miss it. You didn't miss anything because they don't exist anymore. So right, right. People well, that ask makes about, it a yeah. little harder to plan because, you know, it's it's so easy when you're there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, let's do right. the bounce back. <laughs> right. 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 I know people are like, oh, I've had a few guests get home and they've said, oh, Mike, Mike, I always book the bounce back. I forgot this time. Like, don't feel bad. They're not there anymore. So you're good. You couldn't have done it anyway. So don't 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 have any regrets because they're not available right now. Hopefully that's another thing. You know, minivans are back. Maybe we'll get bounce backs back. But uh, no, right after the dining plan. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Everybody <laughs> asks about that. Please, Disney, bring back the dining plan. They make my life easier. Well, let me ask you one last question. I'm curious. So next trip, would you rather, is, is there a time of year? Have you, is there another time of year you would like to try out? Or would you go back to August? Would you go back to December? Or would you go a different time? If you had like your whole pick of the thing, when would you go? I would probably go back at Christmas time. Other than that, maybe I'd go for marathon weekend or, or wine and dine. I've never done a race and I, I might like to do that someday. They're fun. But they get expensive. I'm telling you, we got to all sign up again in a week. Oh my gosh! Your credit card never stops smoking from these races. <laughs> I would definitely stay away from the summer now that I've gone some other time. So. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I know that's what I'm worried about because you know we're going here to to um, Disneyland in less than two weeks at this point, and I keep looking at the forecast and it's like high of. 80 with no humidity and like low of 60 and we're used to that same week we always go to florida and it's always like high of 98 you know and humidity of 95 percent you know heat index 110 and we're trudging around epcot i'm like 
this is like a cheat code for July. Like <laughs> this weather is going to be so nice. Like I'm going to feel like I'm totally cheating on summer. It, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. But it, I'm really looking forward to hearing about your trip. I've never been to Disneyland, so <laughs> me neither. We'll see. We'll, <laughs> we'll see how it goes. I'm, I'm, I I think I'm fine. I was always so worried that I was going to be underwhelmed with only two parks, and because I like riding the boats and the buses and the Skyliner and the monorails and. You know, I'm all about the whole big city kind of thing, but I, I think I'm cool with, I went to Silver Dollar City last year and I fell in love with that little bitty theme park. Hmm. And so I think I could fall, I, I think I'm going to fall in love with Disneyland too. Oh, so. I bet you will. I bet you yeah. will. It's so exciting. Right. <laughs> hey, I'm going to share it all here. Well, Peg, it, it, it has been so much fun talking to you today and I appreciate the time and uh, we'll, have to, we'll have to connect again here soon after your next big adventure. Great. Thank you. All right. Well, hey, don't forget today's show always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Check out all the great specials over at themagicforless.com. They have all the trip planning tools you need to plan an amazing Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip. Again, just check them out over at themagicforless.com to let that free no obligation quote form. And once you do that, an agent will get back to you right away and will help you plan the best vacation ever. So again, check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. One extra click really does help us out. It's beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you sincerely to our patrons who allow us to put the show out three to four times a week all around the world. We could not do this without you. And our patrons get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every week. Check it out today over at patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. Give me a follow on social media. I'd love to talk to you this week and get ready because I'm going to be sharing a lot from Disneyland and Denver Airport on the way out. My daughter's never seen the Rocky Mountains. I've never seen the Pacific Ocean. It's going to be a hoot. So uh, give me a follow at be our guest Mike on Instagram and Twitter. And of course, you can find the Be Our Guest podcast on Facebook and YouTube. Just search for the show and you'll find out every time we go live with these recordings. And please, if you have time, leave us a rating and a review on iTunes. We would sure appreciate that. All right, we're going to get out of here, and we'll be back again on Wednesday with more of your listener questions. If you have a last-minute question, Mike at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. We'll try to sneak it in. So until we get back together again, for Peg, I'm Mike, wishing you a great Monday. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.